Lord, we thank you that you are a way maker. In every season of life, Lord, when the uh, problems and the obstacles stack up, Lord God, you are not intimidated, you're not threatened by that, Lord. We thank you that you are a way maker, Lord. You make a way through, Lord God, where it seems impossible. You're a miracle working God. You're the God of the impossible, Lord. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you into our lives and into our circumstances, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, that this year that you would have your way in us and through us, Lord. We pray for your word today, Lord God, that it would remind us again of your love and your power and your strength in our lives. As we look at your word today, I pray we would be encouraged, we would be built up to become all that you're calling us to be. We just commit our hearts to you again afresh start of this new year. Holy Spirit, we need you. We acknowledge our need of you this morning. We ask you to come and have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, Rach Badman, uh, your husband, Rob, always gets the credit, doesn't he? He, uh, he sings... He preaches, he plays every music, musical instrument, he dances, he does it all. But um, I just felt in my spirit to encourage you this morning that there is so much on the inside of you. And you know, the, the Bible says that wisdom builds the house. And I really believe that the Holy Spirit has given you a deposit of wisdom and the, the ability and the gifting to unlock things in people. And um, I can see you walking alongside other young moms and young professionals and, and, and bringing strength to people, building others and bringing wisdom and helping them to be able to unlock to the next level and the next season of their life. And uh, right now you're in the thick of it with young kids and you might think, oh, this is a crazy season, but I just feel like the Holy Spirit's doing stuff in you, building capacity, building wisdom that I'm telling you in the years to come, you're gonna thank God for because you're gonna be pouring it out into the people that are around and about you. And I can see you just bringing strength, leaking strength to whoever you are around. And so Lord, I just pray right now for Rach. Lord, I just thank you for her, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that she would overflow with wisdom by the power of the Holy Spirit, that she would see your strength in every situation, Lord God, and you would use her, Lord God, God, her words and her choices and her thoughts, Lord God, as she just speaks and invests into the people that are around her, Lord, I pray that you would use her powerfully. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We love you, Rach. You're incredible. Come on, give her a hand. She is amazing. Awesome. You can take a seat, church family. It's great to be together on a Sunday morning. And we have our Christmas in the park this afternoon. We... Oh, Christmas. It's Christmas again, guys. Is it Christmas? I don't know. What day, of the year? what day is it? What year is it? I've got no idea. What is it? Picnic in the park. Gee, you guys got scared for a moment then. Hey, you thought, gee, we're at Christmas already. Picnic in the park. This afternoon, I tell you what, we we break droughts when we when we put a picnic in the park on, and so uh, let, let's just see whether uh, it's going to rain this afternoon or not. But we're looking forward to gathering together three o'clock this afternoon. Can I encourage you? Come and join us. It's just a great chance to to catch up, hang out together, bring family or friends along. Um, it's a really relaxed environment, but great to get together as a church family and and just spend some time together. So um, yeah, great great chance to get to know people as well, which is really good.
Well, today is our anointing service. And uh, anointing service is a powerful service where at the beginning of the, the new year, we take some time in our service to anoint one another with oil and to pray over each other and just really believe for God's power, God's protection, God's blessing, God's favour over the year ahead. Now, the oil that we anoint people with is, is not any special... Um, lotion that is kind of placed on someone. It's just, I think it's Johnson's baby oil. Um, there's no power in the oil. The oil is just a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And what we are saying this morning is we're saying, hey, we want this year the Holy Spirit to mark my life again afresh. I want this year to be overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit as I go into my workplace or my school, my university and my family, my friendship group, wherever I am, that I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to work in my life and through my life. And so this morning as we do that, we're just understanding that the Holy Spirit is a person. It's God, and He's placed His mark on our life. God has marked us as believers in Christ. He's marked us. He's identified us as His own. And this morning, as we anoint, the word anoint means to mark or to smear. We are going to anoint one another at the end of the service in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We're just going to pray over one another. In fact, what we're going to do this morning is really special. Is we're going to, we're going to bring out a whole bunch of um, just different anointing oil cups and tissues at the front so you don't get it all over your clothes or whatever you're going to do. Um, and uh, we're going to encourage you to come and, and grab one of those cups and go back and anoint your family, anoint the people that are on your row. If there's people that are, are here by themselves or, or, or whatever, just go take it back. And, and anoint one another in the service. And sometimes we do it where we anoint the leaders and then we go out. But I guess this morning what we're trying to say, and we've done this for the last few years, is that there is no special person. We are all ministers of the gospel. We are all called with authority to love, to pray for one another, to serve one another. And some of us have titles and different things, but in Christ... We are all one. In Christ, we are all ministers. We all have a responsibility. And so we're encouraging all of us together to say, let's take this personally. Let's pray for our husbands or our wives or our partners or our family or our kids or whoever's on our row. If you're here single, there's going to be people there. We're going to pray and anoint one another this morning and believe for God's best in your life in 2024 in Jesus' name. And we start talking about the Holy Spirit in church at it can be a funny, a funny time in some ways because, you know, we can, we can make it feel like the Holy Spirit lives in the haze machine or, or, or the Holy Spirit lives in the keyboard when the, the keyboardist comes up at the end of the service and they, they play those beautiful notes and it's like, oh, Holy Spirit just entered the room and it just feels beautiful. Or when the lights are down and it's dim and there's a beautiful moment in the service, oh, Holy Spirit is here. And, and that, that is 100% true. He is here. But He is here also on Monday morning when it's hard to wake up and to go to work, he is here in the difficult conversations, uh, in your family, in your friendships, in your, in your workplace. He is there each and every day, even when the worship team aren't there with you, even when the smoke machine's not on, even when the, the Johnson's baby oil is not smeared all over your head. He is there. And so when we talk about the anointing, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. 
The Holy Spirit is the anointing. The oil is really talking about the ease of the Holy Spirit. It's a symbol of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. The oil is that. We see in Scripture many times people are anointed with oil. Oil is used for moments of consecration. Oil is used when there is an anointing of new leadership. Oil is used for blessing and favor over people. Oil is used for a symbol of protection over people. We see it time and time again through the Old Testament and the New. We are reminded in the New Testament again to anoint those with oil that are believing for a miracle in their bodies and to pray for them, to gather with the elders and anoint them with oil. And so time and time again, we see oil used as this symbol. It's a reminder that the Holy Spirit is working in our lives and we are doing a physical representation of a biblical reality. That as a believer in Jesus Christ, we have the Holy Spirit. You're not going to get a little bit more Holy Spirit today. You already have all the fullness of the Holy Spirit. His power is infused on the inside of you, working in and through your life, even when you feel it and even when you don't feel it. The Holy Spirit is with you. His power is with you. The Holy Spirit is working in your life continually. And I guess what we're doing today is we're reminding ourselves, hey, I'm setting myself apart this year to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, to be obedient to Him, to understand I'm marked, I'm smeared, I'm anointed by God, I'm anointed by the anointed one to live and to move. You know, we see in in, uh, uh, the shepherds that would anoint uh, their, their sheep and they would do that and they would run oil across their sheep to protect them from bugs and different uh, things that would kind of get in their eyes and their ears. It was a symbol of protection. And when we anoint uh, this morning, we are praying for protection and praying for God's mark and strength over our year ahead. And we're believing for that, that God would protect us from some of those things the enemy would try to bring evil and harm into our life, but we would see God's incredible protection. 1 John verse 20 says this, it says, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. As for you, it says in verse 27, going down, The anointing you receive from Him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you, but His anointing teaches you about all things. And as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as He taught you, remain in Him. And so what it's talking about here is you have access to the Holy Spirit personally, so that you can live the life that God has called you to live, the empowered, equipped, enabled, anointed life that God wants you to have. And oftentimes we're looking for a third party in the middle. But I guess what this scripture is reminding us is that we have complete access personally to the Holy Spirit. We don't have to wait for the next great podcast from our favorite preacher. We don't have to wait to the next Sunday service for somebody to give it to us. We have the anointing on the inside of us. Things that help us to be able to unlock uh, the future. Things that help us to be able to be an influence for the kingdom of God. God is equipping you, anointing you. He's empowered you. He's given you all that you need for life and godliness in Christ. And so I don't know what 2024 is going to bring for you. Today isn't a prayer to say, you will see rainbows and butterflies all day, every day. There'll be beautiful music playing in 2024 and your life will be great and we're going to sprinkle you with a bit of oil and life is great. That is not what the anointing service is about. The anointing service is about reminding us that it doesn't matter this year whether there's going to be highs or lows or in-between moments. 
This is reminding us that we have the oil of the Holy Spirit that brings an ease even in the midst of the most challenging situations. That we have the power of the Holy Spirit that is helping us to be able to overcome whatever would come our way in 2024. So I cannot tell you today what your 2024 is going to look like. But we can make a decision this morning and a commitment this morning that we are going to be reliant on the Holy Spirit. We are going to be obedient to His voice and we're going to walk in that obedience and that freedom that Tim spoke about this morning. We're going to walk in that because of the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. So 2 Thessalonians 1, I want to look at this passage just for the next 10, 15 minutes or so, and then we're going to anoint one another with oil and pray for a number of areas this morning. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 1 to 12 says this, This letter is from Paul, Silas, and Timothy. We are writing to the church in Thessalonica, to you who belong to God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Oh, Lord, we need that. Verse 3, dear brothers and sisters, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing, City Church. We proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardships you are suffering. And God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice, he will pay back those who persecute you. And God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with his mighty angels in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction, forever separated from the Lord and from his gracious power. Verse 10 says, When he comes on that day, he will receive glory from his holy people, praise from all who believe, and this includes you. For you believed what we told you about him. So verse 11 says this, So we keep on praying for you, asking our God to enable you, to live a life worthy of His call. May He give you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of the Lord Jesus will be honoured because of the way you live and you will be honoured along with Him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. You know, I really love this passage and it's interesting to me that Paul doesn't pray that their persecution would stop or that the troubles and hardship that they are facing would end. He prays that the people would be worthy of the call, that they would live lives that are worthy of the call of Jesus Christ to each and every one of us. And I guess today and into 2024, when I look at this passage of Scripture, I really sense this passage for us as a church to pray this over our church this year, that we would be a church that would live worthy of the call, that we would be a church that understands that God is giving us the power to accomplish all the good things our faith prompts us to do, that we would be a church that understands that as we honour Jesus, He would honour us and honour the people around us. And this is all possible by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
If we would set ourselves this year and remind ourselves again that His power, His anointing power is there for us, He's enabled us to live the life and live the calling that He's given each and every one of us. I think it's important to note that the anointing is for us in our family life, in our work life, in every element of our life, that we shouldn't just uh, bring down and weaken the anointing by saying it's just for an hour and a half on a Sunday. May the power of the Holy Spirit be evident in our lives all week long, even in the highs and the lows. May the Holy Spirit be working through our lives. And so this morning, I just want to touch on four ways the anointing is working in your life. And it is working uh, as we speak right now. The first one is this, the anointing enables you to live a life worthy of His call. It enables you to live a life worthy of the call. 2 Thessalonians says that that's what Paul was praying for this church. He was praying that they would be enabled to live a life worthy of his call. When we enable something, we open up the opportunity. I have a code on my phone that I can type in and I can arm the building here. The alarm can go on for the building here at City Church and I can disarm that alarm all on my phone. And when I arm that phone, when I enable that alarm to begin to work, it arms it all, it protects the building, it sets it on so that if anybody comes in, a siren will go off. And I guess what we are reminded about this morning is God has not just given us alarm access, He has enabled that. God has not just given us the Holy Spirit, He's enabled us to live a life worthy of the call through the power of the Holy Spirit that we would get up every day and that God would be with us walking through us in every walking with us sorry in every situation that we don't walk by ourselves the holy spirit is in you we don't have to just come to the building and the holy spirit just lives here just in the building the holy spirit lives in you and me as we are believers in Christ the holy spirit is working through our lives I love what it says in 2 Timothy 1 verse 10. He says, He has saved us and He has called us to a holy life. That is the calling upon each and every one of us, that we would live each day growing in Christ, allowing our thoughts and our words and our behaviours and our choices to be shaped by the Holy Spirit, that we would be obedient to His voice and that we would allow Him to work through our lives. And sometimes living a life worthy of the calling can feel like so out of reach. And we can think, well, that's for the superstar Christians that are living a life worthy of the calling. And you know, I know with my family, we, um, in a lot of my, my dad's side of the family particularly, they, they raced greyhounds and they owned greyhounds. And so I, I grew up a lot of my childhood being at greyhound tracks and watching races. And uh, Sometimes I think living a life worthy of the call can feel like that greyhound that's chasing the rabbit and they never quite reach the rabbit. (laughs) And they're chasing around that track. And it can feel like that in our faith at times where it's like we're chasing this, but it's like I just keep coming up short. I just keep failing. And I guess what I wanted to remind us this morning is that in those moments, the Holy Spirit is not there to condemn us. 
The Holy Spirit is there to call us upwards, to call us to rise up in the calling of God and to understand that, yes, we will fail. And that's why it says so clearly in this scripture, by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, because we can't do it on our own. We will fail and fall. We will make mistakes. We won't always be at our best, but we are reminded that even not at our best, the Holy Spirit is still with us. And He's strengthening us, even in the worst season. God has not abandoned you. God is with you. Even in times of confusion where you don't understand why it's happening and why it's playing out as it is, God is with you, strengthening you. Sometimes we're looking around for other answers, but the answer is actually the Holy Spirit and His voice on the inside of us. His word that reminds us clearly of His promises and His plan for our life. The second thing this morning is the anointing gives you the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. See, miracles follow movement towards prompts. And I'm praying that this year, that we would be a church that is reminded again that God's giving us the power to accomplish the things that our faith is prompting us to do. And there is a big difference between intention and action. I'm praying that we'd be a church this year that says, you know what, uh, Holy Spirit's prompting me to, to call that person, to send a text message, to give that person some encouragement, to speak a word of prophecy over that person, to, to pray for that person, to, to, just, to just be somebody that stands alongside someone. I don't know what it is, but that we, this year we would be aware to the prompts of the Holy Spirit and allow Him to use us, that we would start moving towards miracles by our actions. How do miracles happen? They, they happen, God chooses to use people to see miracles. He chooses to use us to pray for the miracles. He chooses to use us to, if someone needs encouragement, He takes people to bring encouragement to them. If someone needs a word of prophecy, God uses people, and through people, we see a miracle on the other side of it. We are the miracle. But God uses us by His grace to see miracles and to be part of that process. What a beautiful picture of the body of Christ functioning. But we have to make that choice to move towards it. We have to listen to those prompts and be obedient to those prompts as well. We have to open up our hearts to what God wants. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do Good works, which God prepared in advance that we would walk in them. So there's a feeling and there's an understanding there that God is setting things up for you, but are we listening to His prompts so that we can be obedient to what He's calling us to do? The third thing this morning is the anointing, it honors God and it honors people. It says here, then the name of the Lord Jesus will be honored because of the way you live, and you will be honored along with Him. Bring honor to God, others, and yourself by how you live. How amazing is that? God is always bringing honor. And I think when the Holy Spirit and the anointing is working in our lives, we honor God and we honor people. When we start to get blunt those are two things that don't happen. 
we don't live in awe of God and the honour and the fear of God that we are called to. And we don't honour the people that are around us when we are spiritually blunt. But when we are sharp, those are two things that come out of our life, honouring God and honouring people. I was playing with a Jiprock saw yesterday and as I was sawing around, I, I was, had a blunt saw and it came down and it took a divot out of my nail and my thumb and it just come out of place and just crunched straight in. And the reason that it did that is because it was blunt and because it was so hard, I was, I was working so hard to try and cut the, the, the ceiling. I was working so hard and then it just slipped out, bang, cut. And I think that's the things that happen when we get spiritually blunt in our lives. We, we cause damage to the people that are around us. We don't honour people and we don't honour God. But when we are spiritually sharp, those are two things that will always come out of our life. Honour for God and honour for people. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 6 20 says, For you are brought with a price, so glorify God in your body. 1 Peter 2 verse 17 says, Honour everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God and honour the emperor. We're called to honour people. It's part of the anointing flowing in our life. And finally this morning, as the team come, the anointing is the grace of God working in your life. It says here, this is all made possible because of your own efforts. No, this is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the Greek word here for grace can be translated favor. God has given us his favor, his grace in our lives, even though we don't deserve it because of our good deeds, even though we don't deserve it based on our behavior or our thoughts or our choices or the words we've spoken, even though we don't deserve it, God's unmerited favor, his grace has been poured out for each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit's deposit in our life is a reminder that he doesn't depart from us when we fail. He doesn't depart from us when we make mistakes. He doesn't depart from us when we sin. God is still with us even in the midst of our flawed humanity. The beauty of the gospel is that we serve a God that is with us. He's come down from the mighty heights of heaven and his deposit is in our life. The Holy Spirit working through us. John 1 verse 16 says, Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. So my heart for us as a church, City Church, is that we would overflow with the anointing power of the Holy Spirit this year. The anointing oil that we are placing on our heads today as a symbol of the Holy Spirit would be a symbol of the interactions taking place in our community, in our family groups, in our workplace, in our schools, in our universities, that wherever we go, we would just drip the anointing power of God, that God would work in us and through us, that we would just be walking through covered in the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. And people couldn't get close to you without just getting some of that oil on some of that Holy Spirit power and impact 
as they interact with you, there would be a kindness that's supernatural. As they would interact with you, there would be words of knowledge and wisdom. As they interact with you, you would see things inside people that you can't see naturally speaking. It'd be supernatural. That you would pray for people with faith and believe that God would do miracles. That as you lay your hands on people, that you would see the sick recover. You're not just waiting to get to Sunday and waiting for one of those super Christians to pray for somebody. That we would understand, hey, it's up to us. The everyday, ordinary, that's where God takes our lives. And His anointing power is the winner, not us. Not the beauty of our prayers and the eloquence of how we speak. Not in how loud or soft we pray. Not us trying to add to His power. But understanding, hey, His power alone can change a life. His power alone can heal, can save, can redeem, can restore, can change our thinking, can transform our lives. Holy Spirit power. It's transforming us. So would you stand with me this morning? The team are going to bring the anointing oil to the front. And I'm going to pray a simple prayer for you now. And then I'm going to invite you just to come and grab some anointing oil for your family, for your row, the people that are around near you. And I want you to go back to your family. and I want you to anoint them with oil. You might do a prayer as simple as this. I anoint you now in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You may want to pray a longer prayer or a shorter prayer, whatever you want to do. It's not the words that you speak in the prayer. It's just us reminding ourselves this morning that we are covered by the Holy Spirit who's working in our lives. Today we are saying, God, set me apart this year. Holy Spirit, help me to be listening to Your voice, responsive to Your voice. 2024, let me not try to walk in my own strength, but let's walk in that oil and that ease of the Holy Spirit. That's what oil does. Oil creates an ease. And we're praying over every person this year that we would see the ease and the power of the Holy Spirit in every area of our life. And so this morning, I pray for you, City Church, asking our God to enable you to live a life worthy of His call. May He give you, City Church, the power to accomplish all the good things your faith prompts you to do. Then the name of our Lord Jesus will be honoured because of the way you live and you'll be honoured along with Him. And we believe this morning that this is all made possible because of the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. And so we anoint you now in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. We pray for God's breakthrough power, His peace, His protection, His favour and His blessing upon you that 2024 would be a year that you walk boldly in the power of the Holy Spirit. May you overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we pray that in our community would be impacted this year as we walk out filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, dripping with the anointing of God wherever we go. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, I'm inviting you now. Why don't you come and grab some oil this morning? You can take it back to your, to your family or to your row. The next few minutes or so, we're just going to have a moment for you to be able to pray for one another this morning, anoint each other with oil, and then we're going to come back and pray for a few more areas, and then we'll close this morning.